Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 37 of Missed Conceptions. I'm your host, David White, and I ask that you please forgive my stuffy nose today because I have allergies really bad, and I've been taking medicine all day hoping that they would get better, but it didn't. I'm going to do the intro anyways. Woo! I would like to announce something very awesome and very exciting. Carrie and I are expecting. Wah! This is crazy. I'm going to be a dad. Uh, but Carrie and I are super excited. It's going to be great. It's going to be very different. But we're excited. I guess this would be a good a time as any to plug our Patreon. <laughs> Uh, if you like the show, go over to our Patreon. There's a link in the description. You can pledge to that, and none of it will go to buying diapers or redecorating our nursery or whatever. It will all go towards the podcast. Currently, we have a goal of $300 a month, and with that money, we can record on the road. Uh, we are about to have a on-the-road recording session coming up in November, and... Uh, we're planning on using that money to pay for gas for Jaime to get there from Houston and for us to get there from where we are uh, and maybe pay for dinner and stuff. I don't know. It all depends on what we can afford. But if you want to help us do that, help keep the show going, please go to Patreon. Please donate whatever you can. And uh, look at all those cool Patreon reward levels that you could get. And I'm going to give a shout out to our latest Patreon backer, Hermes Sandals. Hermes Sandals. I guess it's good that you're not Hermes Crocs or Hermes sweaty gym socks. But Hermes Sandals, seriously, thank you so much for helping us. Uh, your contribution really matters. And we think you're an awesome person and we love you. After the end of this episode, stick around because there is going to be a geek out during the credits session where we level up our characters and talk about uh, what we just did in this session. So be sure to stick around after the episode for that and i'm gonna go blow my nose but hey you won't have to listen to it because you're gonna listen to this awesome episode i don't know what the hell I've gotten myself into and why I'm in the car with Rin and what music he's playing. <laughs> Is this techno K-pop polka? I, do, I don't understand it. I, I don't think I'll ever understand him, but we've got something to do again. And I guess I have to make sure that Rin does it again. This ought to be fun. Previously on Misconceptions, um, the crew just survived a dangerous I don't want to say encounter, but happenstance of uh, going into the portal, going back to that mysterious 
meeting place with no entrances and no exits. Uh, and then all of a sudden it dissipated around them, turned to oblivion. They were floating through the mist. Uh, Bill revealed a new power and thought very quickly and shoved everybody through a portal. Uh, after which Faye thought quickly and burning her power created a soft landing space on top of this very tall office building. Uh, they, they each went their separate ways, allowing Linda time to investigate. Uh, Linda came back with the name and address of the two, well, not recent children, but she came back with the name of Jimmy Mann or Johnny Mann. Yeah, Johnny Mann and his address, and then Alex, who had been uh, returned and found by the crew at an earlier date. Uh, and so where we left off, the girls and boys were split. The girls were going to go question Alex about what he remembers about whatever. And the boys were going to do Linda a solid and look into her boss who may be connected to the mafia. So. So what I was telling you, Bill, is that it's Koreans who did Krav Maga, Please. and then they came up with this idea because they were doing I just Krav Maga put, I just with put my headphones in. these guys who were actually doing, they were DJs who were actually doing techno, and they're actually really famous, and so it's actually this techno Krav Maga. It's really cool. You should listen to it. Oh, and then they listened, and then they found these polka dancers while they were doing Krav Maga right outside, and they just mixed it all together. You are supposed to defeat them, not join them. So Bill doesn't listen to music on his iPhone. He just well, actually doesn't even have an iPhone. He has a Walkman. <laughs> he just listens to tape recordings of Revenge of the Sith over and over. <laughs> you, uh, you have that argument, um, and you arrive at Rin's office. Uh, Deja and Pablo are both inside. Hard at work, or hardly working, it's hard to tell, on different accounts and things like that, going to business. Um, Bill and Ren, you enter. Uh, what's the name of your company? Pascal and Associates. Pascal and Associates. Yeah. All right, Bill, if you just want to go in, take the fold-out chair, I'm going to check on my loyal employees and see how they're doing. Hola. Como estas? Oh my gosh. Amigos. I've never been more embarrassed to be with you than right now. Pablo turns around in a swivel chair and like, I speak English. Estoy comprendendo español. Eso es lo que dice él. All right, I'm going to go sit in the chair. I'll catch you guys later. Okay. Bill walks into the office. Um, Pablo rolls his eyes and gets back to work. Deja never looked up from her work. She has her earbuds in. Hey, Pablo, how's it going? How are the accounts? Yeah, everything's uh, everything's going great. Deja has her stack. She's working on it. Uh, I'm working on mine. Any uh, new business that you're working on or just the usual? Just the usual, boss. All right. And then I just, like, awkwardly, like, waddle over, basically, to Deja. <laughs> uh-huh. And just kind of, like, lean against the um, cubicle divider or whatever. Okay. Uh, she looks up. Can I help you? She will take her one earbud out. Can I help you? So how's work going? Great. Um, busy. 
making accounts work, uh, making sure we're getting everything we need to to grow the business. Any new business ventures or new things that you want to try with the business? Anything like that going on? No. Just trying to stay afloat. Well, this was a lovely conversation. Uh, have a good day. She puts her earbud back in and gets worked. Bill saw that. He's just <laughs> snickering. <laughs> no game. Ren walks in. Oh, right, Bill, because you have game. Oh, man. I'm, How many I'm, women have you talked to, excluding Faye and Esther? I'm happily married, my friend. We're not going to get into that. That's a good call. Okay. So, Ren, what are you doing? Uh, Red pulls out the laptop uh, from underneath the desk drawer and said, and says, you know, all right, Bill, I don't really need a bodyguard. And since uh, you barely know how to type on really any electronic device, saying that you had a Walkman with you as we were coming in. Still works, doesn't it? Somehow it does. And yet you still have a flip phone. I don't know why you still have that thing. Same exact reason. Still works. Okay. And the pictures that you took on it that you showed me earlier really suck. So just wanted to let you know. Mm. Wanted to rub that one in just a little more. Have to not make a your mom joke. That's enough. <laughs> Anyways, so he just flips open the laptop. And he's like, all right, the daily news. Uh, who is the boss there? And he's okay. Pull it up. Uh, the name Winston Bishop pulls up. He is the editor-in-chief. All right, this works. All right, let's see. He's got a Google account. Um, it's uh, kind of difficult to hack. Um, let's see. Um, going through, going through. Ooh, cold mail. He's got a cold mail account. That'll, that's easy to hack. We'll do that one. Um, it's cold mail. It's this version hot. of hot mail. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Ren's just, you know, uh, the command screen comes up or whatever, and he's typing away. Okay. Go ahead and roll a uh, investigate. Okay. So, high-tech laptop. Okay. Um, and I wouldn't say data mining as well. Okay. Yeah. Definitely think those two would apply. So, roll an investigate with plus two. Seven. Seven. Okay, so you do get two clues, and something happens. How's okay. everything going over there, Ren? Well, seeing that you're right across the desk from me, yelling is quite intense. I can't hear you. I've got my Walkman on. <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh... Ren, what are your two questions you want to ask about Winston Bishop? Um, so I get to ask one question? Two, because you rolled with a plus two. <laughs> Could you just ask if he's in the mob? <laughs> yep, I'm going to ask to see if he's um, in the mob. Okay. You Google to see if he is in the mob, and uh, you see... Uh, through various bank accounts, things like that, you see that he has received money uh, from different 
what you have discerned to be different mafia-controlled businesses? Because I think one time you, uh, I think you were researching Carmine Giuseppe before the mayoral debate gala, mm-hmm. uh, and you saw a few things that he has his hands in and he has visited, and you discovered that those were mafia fronts. Um, a few of these places and a few others that you don't realize uh, have given him uh, money. I also want to see if there's anything that um, the mafia has wanted him to publish or not publish. Okay. So in conjunction with these with these different payments, you see that a few of them coincide with deadlines. Uh, or maybe you don't even know that they're deadlines, but they're just like publishing dates of different news articles. Um since since you cannot see what those articles are uh you just you just look and you see some are kind of fluff pieces about Carmine Giuseppe's uh f- not philandering uh philanthropic yeah. yeah philanthropic uh attempts and things like that um and you can only imagine that like some some of these payments might be things that were, or payments that were used to push Linda's articles underneath the rug, uh, or get rid of them, or things like that. Um, so yeah, there there are things that the mafia has paid him to publish or not publish. And those are your two questions. Cool. And I am going to you since you rolled a seven through nine. Wonderful. They get to ask you one question as well. What would make Rin drop this investigation? Them targeting, um, probably like if it, I don't know, either them targeting the business or like a personal attack against uh, like Deja or like Pablo or something. Like a, a personal attack against either the business or his employees. You're working on that. We will transition to uh, Esther and Faye. You are pulling up to the apartment. It is in the blue-collar district, uh, so working class, um, things like that, lots of apartments, not not a lot of single-unit homes, um, a lot of apartments, I guess. Um, so you pull up at the building that the uh, Jacksons live in. So it's a built. It's not like a standalone. No. Okay. Did the address have the apartment number on it? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I was kind of thinking we could pretend to. I mean, I don't have to pretend, but be workers for the school district. Okay. And just needing to check in before school starts. Shouldn't we have some kind of ID or something? Um. Yeah. Good thought. I have my ID. In my bag. I could just be training with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Woo! Look at us. We're so smart. Woo. Do you think there's any chance? I mean, he never woke up when we were with him, right? So he won't remember us. He might recognize our voices, but what are you going to do? Here we go. You ready? Sure. We're already in it. 
That was my really so bad you, knock. You go in, uh, find the apartment room, or part, yeah, apartment. Uh, you knock on it, and a you hear a deadbolt being done, and you see the door open a little. Uh, you see the chain that binds. What what are those chains called? That attaches to like the wall and the door. Right. No idea. Uh, I don't know. Do they have a technical they, term? I'm sure. The chain thing. That tweet at the door. us if you know what those things are called. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, like the chain is across the door, and this woman peeks her head through. She is uh, gaunt. Her brown hair is very messy. Uh, she's wearing a long, uh, long sleeve sweater. I guess uh, she peeks through and sees the two of you. Can I help you two? Hi, are you Miss Jackson? Yes, I'm, I'm Emma Jackson. Hi, I am Faye Carver. I work with the school district, and I, like, show my badge. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my trainee, Esther, and we are coming today to check in with Alex. Can we have a couple minutes to speak with him? Um, sure, sure. She closes the door, undoes the chain, and opens it up. Um, the inside of this apartment is not very good. Um, you see kind of overflowing garbage cans, um, dirty kitchen. The, uh, living room has trash and things in it. You see a couple of beer bottles and beer cans. Um, but she walks in and she says, his, Alex's room is right down this way. She leads you down the room and, uh, you walk into a little boy's room. Um, not a lot of toys, not a lot of decoration, pretty, pretty bland. Uh, he might have some sort of like character on his bed sheets. Does um, it look like, um, it settled in or maybe like they just moved to this apartment? Uh, good question. It, they, this is their apartment. They have settled in. Um, but as Emma's walking you back, you see her like messing with the, uh, the cuffs of her, uh, sweater and like pulling him down and like kind of gripping the hem of her sleeves with like her nervously. Yeah. Kind of just fidgeting with her sleeves and like keep pulling them down over her wrists and, mm. uh, things like that. Uh, but she leads you in and says, uh, Alex, <laughs> um, there's some people from the school here to see you. And Alex looks up. Uh, much like his mother, he has a very sallow look to him. His eyes are kind of sunken. Uh, but this is the boy that you remember seeing. Um, you see the cap that he was wearing. It's just kind of discarded over in the corner. Um, he was wearing a brown hoodie that day. And you see the hoodie is, like, thrown over, like, a, a metal chair in the corner. Uh, but he's a kid. He has, like, two... Two, not Dollar General, uh, but two low-quality plastic toys with, like, the little spindly legs and, like, the huge upper bodies. And he looks up from them and looks at the two of you. Hi, Alex. My name is Miss Carver, and I'm here to ask you a couple questions. Can I sit down with you? He nods his head. Okay, this is Esther. She's going to hang out with us, too. Is that Okay. He looks at Esther. Esther looks at him. (laughs) He slowly nods his head. Okay, great. She's very nice. You'll see. Um, So I sit down. You sit down, too. 
I assume you pull me down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all sit down like on the ground. Yeah. Next to him. Okay. Yeah. Emma stays in the doorway and she just keeps fidgeting with her sleeves and like looking back into the living room and back into the room to watch y'all and kind of keeping an eye on both areas. Okay. Um, so Alex, tell me about school. What are you most excited about? He shrugs and clacks his two toys together. Nothing. Just kind of, are you excited to start school back up again? I like band. You like band. That's very cool. I like band, too. What instrument do you like to play? Drums. Drums? Cool. Do you have any friends at school that you're excited to hang out with? He shakes his head. No. Do you have any friends outside of school that you like to hang out with? He shakes his head. Okay. Miss Jackson, I am so thirsty. Could you go get me a drink of water? Or a glass of water, sorry. Yeah, sure. And she walks down the, the hallway, and as she steps, you notice that, like, her footfalls are very quiet. Like, almost like she's, like, sneaking. Or maybe it's not that she's sneaking, but, like, it's almost reflexive that she walks on her tiptoes and not on the balls of her feet. Uh, but she walks away. So, Alex, I heard you had a pretty rough summer. He nods his head. Can I ask you a question that may be a little bit hard to answer? You can take your time to think about it. Yeah. Do you remember what happened when you disappeared this summer? No. I... I remember... uh, I remember other kids... And I, I, I remember, I remember music, but I, I don't, I don't remember. I was in my bed, and he like points to the bed right behind you. And and then when I when I woke up, I was at the with with the policeman. So you just remember other boys and music, but you don't remember leaving your bed. There were there were girls there. Uh, I don't. He shrugs and clacks his toys together. Okay. Esther leans over to whisper to Faye. Um, ask him if he was glad to be back. Hmm. Were you happy to come back home? He hesitates with that question. And then he just kind of shrugs. Does anybody else live here besides you and your mom? My dad. Your dad? How do you feel about your dad? He works hard. Okay. That's what mom says. How do you feel about your mom? He nods a little bit. She's good. Does your mom take care of you? Yeah. What about your dad? Does your dad take care of you? He fidgets uneasily. He works really hard. Hmm. Okay. Um, did you ever hear anything about a group called the Rat Pack? He kind of freezes for a second. And then you see, like, 
a little bubble of blood in his nose. And he just kind of wipes it. And then he shakes his head. I don't think so. Straight up Stranger Things shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you get nosebleeds a lot? I know that's a random question. Uh, Sometimes when I... When I try to think... Uh, really hard about uh, the other kids and, 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 and the music. Yeah. Okay. Well, we won't make you think about it anymore. I know that was really rough. Okay. Thank you, Alex, for sharing. Are you scared to be around your dad? He nods his head. Okay. Well, if you ever... You hear footfalls in the... uh, Not alleyway. Hallway. She whispers, Alex, if you ever feel like your dad is going to hurt you, call this number. And, like, slips her number to him. Okay. Do you have just have business cards with your number? I do. I was going to say that, like, in that photo montage, I, like... Made not business cards, you make but business like cards for the cards illegal fosters home you're running. hundred <laughs> percent. But but they're all made out of like some kind of natural material. Oh yeah, yeah for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, they're that. Uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with this, but there was like paper made out of elephant poop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're just all made on like elephant poop cardstock. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, okay. The piece of paper before, like in the forest, was like an actual piece of paper that like ripped off. Yeah. But then you're like. I should do something with this, <laughs> even though it's super illegal. There's actually paper made out of rocks. Really? Mm-hmm. It's waterproof. Yeah, I think those are. I think the Ten Commandments were written on those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you you hand him the piece of paper and he takes it, and then like Emma walks in and she brings you a cup, uh, and as she hands it out, her sleeves kind of pull up, and you do see kind of like discolorations on her skin. She hands you the cup, and then she starts fidgeting with her, her sleeves again. Thank you so much. Um, Esther, did you have anything else you wanted to ask Alex? Not that I can think of. Faye smirks to herself because that was a very, like, teachery voice. <laughs> and she's, like, super proud. Esther rolls her eyes. <laughs> Okay, well, Miss Jackson, we won't keep you any longer. Thank you for your time. You know what you should have said? I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> Did y'all plan that? No, we just. But I think I looked at him when you said that. I was like, does he get it? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay, so you're sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> and then you walk out. Uh, or what do you do? Yeah, no, we. Do okay, you okay. have anything? No. Okay. Okay. As you're as you exit, door closes behind you, and as you're walking, you see a man walking. He has you know coveralls, you know hard day's work, all that. Um, but as he's walking, he sees you step out of the apartment. Can I help you? Hi. Who are you? Wyatt Jackson. Nice to meet you. I'm Miss Carver. I work with the school district. I was just checking in on Alex for the school year. This is Esther. She's a trainee with me. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people have been coming and uh, and doing that. Um, thanks. Sure. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. She's come back as she walks off. I should make you roll. Nah. <laughs> uh, I will, though. But he 
opens the door and you hear it slam behind him. Okay. When they get back to the SUV, Esther turns to Faye and says, is it really normal for people to be stopping by to check in on him? Did you catch his dad say that there have been a lot of people coming by? Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Maybe uh, whoever implanted some thing in the person's brain who... Brain implantation? What are we talking about? Well, I'm just thinking that if he bleeds through his nose every time that he tries to think about something, there's got to be something in his brain that's triggering the memory loss. I know it's a bit of a stretch, but, I mean, we also just swam through a portal mist, so I kind of feel like anything's open for interpretation right now. Mm. Where are we headed next? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm legally obligated to make a CPS report about that family, but there's no way the police don't already know about it. Doesn't matter. You can just call the hotline anyway. (laughs) True. PSA, you have 48 hours to always report suspicions of abuse or neglect. Yes, always support. Always Always support? support. No, No, don't. (laughs) Always report abuse if you expect it. Damn it. (laughs) Suspect it. And if you expect it as well. Yeah, I guess if you expect it, yeah, you should definitely report it. Any report made in good faith will not be taken lightly. Yeah, there you go. Take care of yourself and people you love. If and if the sheriff love. department ignores Even it, if it's children as well, destroy as them. Adults, adults. adults. Really? yes. APS and CPS. Yes. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> they got <laughs> they got a little real. <laughs> Social services. Okay, what are y'all doing? Um, I guess going. Hmm, I guess going back to the bar. Text the guys. We could go by. I don't know. No. No. What are you gonna say? Well, we could check in with Javi and see if he knows anything, but I feel like he would have called me. But then again, he may not have called me. So, I don't know. Yeah, we can check in. Right at that moment, her phone rings. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Actually, I'm going to just send a text to Javi. Okay. Hey, Javi. Have you gotten any updates on the missing kid? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You get a text back pretty quickly. Um, none yet. I'm still looking. Can't find anything yet. Thanks. Whoop. We head to the bar. Cool. I text the guys. Headed to bar. Nope. Okay. So you all convene at the bar. Uh, pretty scant population again. Uh, there, I think there might be one guy in there, and James has cooked him up something and given it to him. We fill y'all in on like every detail. Yes. Yes. Of what we did. We fill y'all in on every detail of what we did. Look at us keeping wow. everybody in the loop. <laughs> Huh. So, uh, what do we want to do, team? Uh, now that we know that um, Winston is actually in the Mafia, or more than likely in the Mafia, and 
Or at least being paid by the mafia. Well, not unless an informant or something. Sure. Um, that's a good lead. And then um, the missing child that has now been found but is in an abusive home who has no memory of where he was for an entire week or two. And you said he bled when he talked about his memories. Yeah, and I guess that that's a regular occurrence for him. I don't know, he's pretty freaked. And he said he kept hearing music, and there were girls there too. So they're not in connection with the Lost Boys that I picked up, at least yet. Ren, did you ever <laughs> experience anything like that with all of your weird brain stuff? Oh, you mean me being a cyborg? Whatever. The the man across the eatery from you kind of <laughs> looks up at you over his shoulder and <laughs> squints his eyes and then gets back to eating. Ha ha ha, Ren! You're so funny <laughs> in your jokes. Yeah, stranger, I'm a cyborg. And got metal got in my head. Black thing that we can just. You will not remember any of this. <laughs> okay, well somebody should good look into getting Lord. that because we're not good at. Do you forget talking. you have mythos powers? I know I have mythos powers, but what? Can that, I that's do what your Alring does, doesn't it? I'm gonna react before it happens, and it's not the only tag you have. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna inspire calm so the guy doesn't freak out at the fact you said you were a cyborg, but still knows well, you're a cyborg. Wouldn't the mist like obscure that? Yeah, he'll it'll. I want to read his surface thoughts. Do you want to read his surface? I want to read his surface thoughts now that he heard that he's a cyborg. Okay, um, so like a, we see Esther's ring, kind of flare a little. The gems in the eye sockets bling, twinkle a little bit. And then we see a different shot of the bar. bar and like a wave goes out from Esther. Uh, I want everybody at the table to give Esther a one word description of what your headspace is. Uh, I'll say that you sense James thoughts in the back. Uh, busy is what you get from him. The guy over in the corner, cautious. What about the three of you? Sigh. <laughs> Eccentric. What does that mean? That, that's fair. <laughs> um, over it. Oh, that is two words, mm-hmm. and I'll thank okay. you to remember it. Frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> and now... Okay, that's what you get, Esther. Okay. I lean in. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this here with... Oh, you mean so we should kick him out? I need you and your eccentric self to stop being so eccentric (laughs) for two seconds. Do you know what the word eccentric means? Can you say it? Oh. Damn it. Alexandra. <laughs> Do you know what the word eccentric means? Migraines. <laughs> um, so the apartment? Yes, where the uh, 
Are the five children still there? Just no, they need to talk quieter. Oh, okay. My bad. I have to be at the bar at some point. No, no one's here. So, never mind. I didn't say that. that wow. Jeez. Take a crack in your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's gig out during the credits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Me and Bill turn towards each other. Okay. Just gonna move on there. That's awkward. Um, I'm Bill. All right. So. All right. So. Don't you don't. Not saying you have to whisper. I'm just saying don't yell out things. This is this is a editorial note that you would see in a comic book with a little asterisk by what they're saying. Whispered. So now you don't have to whisper on mic because no one will hear you. (laughs) Yes, hush tones. All right. Uh, this this guy seems to be an actual mafia scumbag. So I I think that if if Rin can anonymously leak stuff that ties this guy to the mob, I don't think that would go against what we're trying to do. I think it could be helpful. The confusion, the frustration, um, maybe seeing how the mob reacts to having somebody outed with known ties to them. Are they going to go after him? Should we call Linda and tell her that, that that we found a connection and see if she wants to release it herself or tell her some of our concerns about maybe releasing that kind of information? She probably already knows the concerns of releasing that kind of information. I know. I think Linda is going to tell you get over it and do it. I know. I worry about the Mafia having the ability to trace it back to Ren. Even with Ren's amazing abilities to hack, they have seeming powers that we don't have. You are right about that. Thank you. I know. Point for Faye. Yeah, that's a chance I'm willing to take. Thank you, Bill. (laughs) I'm glad if I end up dead in the ocean or if I go missing, it's because of you. Can we just make a plan? I think we start out by calling Linda. Yeah. I mean, I'm not calling her. <laughs> Make it so, number one. It's all you, Let's Bill. It's not. She's call already anyone blocked. number one. <laughs> all right, give me a second. I pull out my flip phone that Rin decided I have, and I like. Boop, 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 boop. And like, I don't even search the contact, I just like press down. Bill, how many contacts do you actually have? I didn't even know that you knew that many people. These are all just. This these is all, all just. All the contacts he's had over his entire lifetime. No, I think I'm looking now. He's got six contacts, and he's just clicking through them over and over again. <laughs> these are the 99 different contacts for your mother. All right. <laughs> it's so hard not to make the jokes. I'm sorry. My mother is dead. <laughs> you can't just fictionally kill your mother. <laughs> to avoid Justin. jokes. Okay, so what are you doing? All right. So I get to Lisa. Linda. Luna. God. Linda's name. I actually knew it. I was just being a jerk. You call Lynn. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. Um, rings a little bit And then She picks up Hello Hey how's it going 
Hey, so uh, what'd you what'd you find out? We found out that your friend uh, had some business dealings with the mafia, and they seem to line up with release dates for different articles. A lot of them kind of being really soft on the mob, or just basically blatantly being fluff pieces about Carmine Giuseppe. So what do you want us to do with this information? I mean, I wanted you to find it. Uh, I guess send me the files. I have an independent blog that I'm doing now. And I could publish them on that. (laughs) Are you trying to get killed? I'm trying to get to the bottom of what's happening in the city no matter what. Good lord. You're gone. If you post that, you will, not that I care, but you will get killed. Like, you realize that. Hey, Bill. Bill, I have an idea. Put it on speakerphone. Do flip phones have speakerphone? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Boop. So what if we get into his office and then Linda sends us yes you Linda you send us what you want to publish and we publish it from his personal computer as him posting it for the newspaper and then we send it out as the newspaper so then everyone reads it so you mean well I mean like posting it on the main website of the daily news yes and then also sending it out through the newspaper too newspaper it they have he has to approve the proofs and then they print it on the press and then it goes out yeah but, but even you said that you pushed things through that he didn't want to go through yeah but i don't have as much pull as i did when i worked there but if we were to get into his office and through do it through his computer yeah maybe i like the idea of us pushing it through on the website we could maybe do pushing it through a newspaper article, the print, but that'd be a lot more tricky. I mean, surely you still have people on the inside, right? Mm. I could try. I mean, didn't you have that one nervous guy who was your assistant or something that you yelled at several times when you visited your your office? (laughs) Oh, yeah, Tim. He's a... (laughs) Yeah, he'd do whatever I asked him to do. Yeah, just ask him to just, you know, upload a file, no big deal, and have it push him through. And uh, He'd do whatever I asked him to do, but he wouldn't always do it well. <laughs> I don't trust him with this. Anyways, send, send me those files, I'll look them over, see what I can do on my end. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if y'all want to go through with this uh, breaking into his office, I'm all about it corporate espionage and all that uh, just let me know when we're gonna go do it alright uh, sounds good bye boop okay so there's that plan mm-hmm. so I was thinking in the same way that you did the rooftop thing how we landed nice and soft thank you very much glad we didn't die we could do the same thing 
You could just do a portal. Well, no, maybe that wouldn't work. Well, what if Bill made a cloud and he could bring us to the top of the Daily News? Mm. And then you could make some vine and we could get to his office there. No. Or we could just go up the elevator. It'd probably be at night or something. Could you print yeah, us, like, press hours. passes or credentials or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, probably. You look like an intern. Inept and... No, sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> I mean, you look like you don't have a college degree, so... You're right. So I could, could just give intern. me a janitor pass or something. Okay. Um, when do we want to do this? Are you going to do this before you investigate... Johnny? Yeah. I think Johnny's more pressing. Yes. We don't have any leads on Johnny, though. Yeah, that's what's tough. The leads we do have is that when I mentioned the Rat Pack, it something something triggered for Alex. We have no idea what, but that means something. Well, why don't we go back and ask the Lost Boys? More details about the Rat Pack. Yeah, we could get details from them. And we've got to find out what music they were playing. Maybe they were hypnotizing them, or maybe they were drugged, or both. Or I mean, it makes sense if they were being hypnotized, because he feels like he was probably maybe dreaming, since the only real places he remembers is the police station and his home. Mm-hmm. Should we check yeah. on Scott? Yeah, you should probably check on the one guy that's left in that forest. <laughs> Make sure at least it didn't, like, kill him or something. Yeah, there's just a lot of things going on. Um, Would the Lost Boys trust the three of us and you go check on Scott? Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, they've seen Esther around, so they'd probably trust Esther. I mean, I could, like, teach them hacking things. Okay, no. I'm not going to let you teach them anything. Y'all haven't seen anything on that video yet at Little Johnny's house? Oh, yeah. If you have been checking in on that whenever, like, it comes up, you see the dad, like, come home from work, leave for work. You see him walk around the apartment. Nothing out of the ordinary. We just, like... We see his mistresses come home. <laughs> no mistresses. No wife. Is his time, like, the times he's leaving and coming in, they're, like, normal times and they're the same yep. every day? Yeah. In fact, if you check on him right now, you see him sitting, like, in his recliner looking at the TV watching some sports game. So we can see that the TV is actually on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not doing the Ross thing from Friends where he's pretending to watch TV, but he's not actually watching it. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, pretty much doing the same thing that he does uh, this time of night as he does every single time of night. Every single time of night. Every single night time. Every single day, day at this time or something. Time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so. I'm running out of ideas, guys. Um, I guess let's. Let's go back and talk to the boys, and maybe I can get X Men to come with me to go get Scott after we talk to the group. I don't think there's. A really big purpose in, like, splitting up because, yeah, I don't know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, let me text the nanny that we're on our way so that she will be ready to leave when we get there. Okay, so you get there, 
check out with the nanny. Y'all go home. Um, what does the apartment look like now that you have five teenage boys living with you? No, no. they don't live with us. They live in the apartment next door. That was the whole story tag. Oh, so you have purchased. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, um, okay, okay. On our teacher salary. Yeah. Well, I mean. There's, I plan to discuss with you long term off mic and without the group what that looks like. Okay. Because I have a plan for it. Okay. Um, yeah, so they have, like, their own apartment. It's next to ours, and that's why the nanny's there. Okay. So you walk yeah. past Esther and Faye's apartment. Yep. What does their apartment look like? Um, the boys' apartment, because I didn't have enough money to, like, completely stock it, is, like, <laughs> kind of, like, things I could find at Goodwill and on... Whatever. I'm not even going to try to, like, mask it. Goodwill and Craigslist and, like, all those different things and, like, gather from different teacher friends who were, like, getting rid of stuff and stuff. So it's, like, the worst bachelor pad you've ever seen in your life. Like, the couches have, like, holes in them and there's, like, air mattresses um, that they're all just kind of sleeping on and sleeping bags. Picture Axel on the middle when he goes off to college in his dorm room. For anybody that gets that reference, it's disgusting. <laughs> and there's definitely an odor. Yes, definitely an odor because middle school boys. And, like, the nanny is supposed to be, like, feeding them healthy food, but they've all still managed to, like, only drink Cokes and eat, like, powdered sugar donuts. <laughs> Sounds like walking. Every meal. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so you walk into this den of teenage iniquity. And you see all this. Wow. Oh, hey, Miss Carver, what's up? Hey, boys. I see that um, we're keeping everything tidy and together. Yep. That's great. Okay, um, y'all know Esther. This is Belle and Ren. Um, they're my buddies. I know y'all saw them at the bar. X-Man looks at Bill appreciatively. Nice tats, man. Thanks, mate. Yeah, don't get any ideas. You're not old enough. Um, <laughs> okay, we have some questions for y'all that we need to ask you about. So, do y'all mind circling up? <laughs> have you taught them the circle up? Like, have you taught them, like, all these? 100%. She's, okay. like, full teacher mode. Okay, so you have them all <laughs> circle up, uh, much akin to... Uh, like an elementary classroom, all these teenage boys circle up. And Faye, like, looks up, like, Esther, because she's seen this, I'm guessing, like, begrudgingly gets pulled down again by mm-hmm. Faye. And Faye looks up at Bill and Ren, like, you sit in the circles, God, you come sit in the circle with everyone. Oh, oh. Okay. I need to grab a Coke and then... No, it's not Coke grabbing time. This is circle up time. I need to, like, fix my hair in the bathroom. uh, She, like, glares so hard. Like, teacher glare to the max. You might as well just sit down. You won't get around it. (laughs) I feel like you've been in this situation before, Esther. I'm sitting in a circle, aren't I? (laughs) Ren sits, you know, it like is is sitting down, but he is inched his way. He's like in the circle halfway, but he's like halfway out of the circle. Okay. So he's like a kid that doesn't want to be there, but he's still yeah. following the rules. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I mean, what are you doing? I, sit. I know you're sitting, circle. but what are you doing? <laughs> okay, everyone, 
Um, I need to know, we need to know, as much as you have heard about the Rat Pack. Hmm. X-Men looks at everybody, and since he's the named character, he'll speak. Um, <laughs> says, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We've heard about the Rat Pack, you know. Kids like us, they do whatever they want. They, like, live free from rules and, and go around the city, and, and they, uh, I don't know, they, they, they like, hang out. They're, they're like a gang. They all look out for each other. And how did you find out about the Rat Pack? Some kids in the neighborhood talking about it. Uh, talking about, you know, it's it's this place where kids can be a kid. It's like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> What's Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> it's like chummy cheese. <laughs> chummy. 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 <laughs> Meat. <laughs> <laughs> I, was of, I was trying to think of the opposite of cheese. <laughs> and meat, meat is opposite of cheese? I don't know. Chummy, <laughs> chummy feta. Like chummy cheese, I think it's like a pizza thing like Chuck E. Cheese, but it has like fish on it instead of like regular. It's like a fish and pizza restaurant. It's awful. It's the worst. So uh, who's, who's the leader of these boys? He looks at them and looks back at you. I, I don't know. Have y'all ever met any of them before? No. Whenever we ran away with Scott, we were hoping, you know, we they'd find us, you know? Do they, uh, how did Scott say you would recognize them? Do they wear anything that's different, like a certain color or, uh, like, leather jackets or something like that? I mean, I, I, one of the kids pipe up. He said they wear brown hoodies. Yeah, yeah, like a... Yeah, brown hoodies. Ding! Mm-hmm. <laughs> brown hoodies. Oh, okay. Um, Like baseball caps or anything, too? Or just brown hoodies? Looks I, back at the boys, look to you. I don't think so. I think just the hoodies. Okay. It's like um, their colors, their set, I guess. Yeah. Do y'all know how you get into the Rat Pack? He shrugs. <laughs> I don't know. We just wanted to be them. Sure. I get it. Um, can you think of anything else you would know about the Rat Pack? Do they have, like, um, a certain part of the city that they that's like theirs, that, that they claim? I guess in the... I guess in, in, in the neighborhoods, like the projects and stuff... Do a lot of stuff there. You might see like tags and things. Yeah. In the in the train yard. So you've actually seen evidence of them. Have you actually seen them? No. <laughs> I mean, if I saw them, I'd I'd run with them. Hmm. Okay. Um. Faye pulls up pictures of Alex and little Johnny on her phone. Have y'all ever seen these kids around? No. Do you, what about y'all guys? Do y'all know? And they're like, no. One of them points to Alex. I think I've seen that kid at school with my sister. Oh, I guess. Okay. Um. All right. Anybody else? Do y'all have any questions? So, kids, want to learn about a uh, corporate espionage? 
What? Nothing. Mm. He's trying to be funny. Do y'all have any questions for us? We asked y'all a lot of questions. Can we get some more Coke? <laughs> yes, we will get you We're more all out Coke. donuts, too. Okay, Coke and donuts. <sighs> so, Miss Carver, what do you want to know about the Rat Pack? Well, she wants to run away, too. <laughs> I want to run away from Esther. Um, No, I want to find the other kids who need help, just like y'all. Bill, at this time, your phone starts to buzz in your pocket. What do you mean, kids like us? Like other kids that don't have a home. Because you want to bring them here? I don't know. I don't know if bring them here. I'll just find a safe place for them. But it's important to me that everyone have a he safe place. He kind of crunches his brow at um, safe place. Like the Rat Pack is the safe place. It's the safest place for anyone like us. Do they have a place that they live? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> if I knew, I'd be there. What makes it safe? Just because they have each other to protect each other? Yeah, I mean, when you got, when you got your boys at your back, like, they look out for you. They're, they're your family. And a lot of us come from places where, you know, we don't have family. Bill, your phone starts to ring again in your pocket. Uh, if you'll excuse me for a second, I'm just going to kind of get up and walk over a little bit and then does it does my caller ID say who it is? No, it is just some number. Hello? Hey, uh, is this is this a uh, is this that Bill? Bill? Yeah. Yeah, who's this? Yo, uh this is this is Pedro. Um somebody's following me, man. End of episode. Hmm. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Missed Conceptions. We will be back with our next episode on November 12th. Be sure to find our Facebook and Twitter accounts. You can add us on there and get up-to-date information about the show, chat with us, and maybe get a little behind-the-scenes pictures. Who knows? We post random stuff sometimes. Uh, We also have a Gmail, mistconceptionspod at gmail.com. If you want to email us there, any suggestions or anything like that, you are more than welcome to do that. If you want to help out the show monetarily, we do have a Patreon. But if you would like to do it in a more cost-effective way, we ask that you leave us a nice rating and review on iTunes and let people know what you like about the show. If you do so, it can get you a shout-out on the podcast. City of Mist is a product by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products at sonofoke.com. Why don't you go over there and give them some love from us, the Misconceptions family. The Misconceptions theme music is composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. That's all for this week's episode of Misconceptions. Don't forget to stick around after I'm done talking to hear me talk some more during the geek out during the credit session. But that's all for me. Keep it nerdy, y'all. All right, so geeking out during the credits. Do we do we want to talk about that session at all? Anything anything we liked? Anything we didn't like? Fish struggling, people. Man, Esther's off too. But the gang mentality is not okay. That's a real thing, and it makes me real sad.
Wait, I mean, what? yeah, it is. Well, just like Rat Pack sounds like a street gang, and like it's it's alluring to these young kids who see it oh, as yeah. like a place to it's a safe to, place, a safe place it, to have well, family. I mean, too. it's yeah. where it's where they belong, right? It's where they yeah. want to go somewhere where they're gonna get uh, feedback, right? Yeah. yeah, you see that in real life too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You want to belong. You want to have a community and a family. Yeah. And protection. And I just from want everybody to know that's listening to this: you have a family with us. We are your Rat Pack. Okay, well maybe that's not the best way. <laughs> you don't have to wear brown hoodies. To hang yeah, out you don't have to wear brown hoodies to hang out with us. You don't have to but rep if you could wear set. a misconception. <laughs> 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 but if you can pledge twenty dollars a month, oh my gosh, you'll have you'll have our set to rep. <laughs> Golly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, anything else? I'm bitter that I had to reveal my powers. Yeah, Bill revealed his powers. What do y'all oh, think about that? Right. I don't you're hiding a lot of your powers. So it's interesting that Bill's a genie now. <laughs> <laughs> I was I about to say I was like Neil. Bill is straight up from Aladdin. Yeah, he's like, Oh, I'm gonna hover over a Cloud, but I almost said no. <laughs> We're so hard. I'm gonna hover over on the nigga. Oh my god. We just all can't talk. It's right. Yeah. Toot to the fruit. Toot to the fruit. Yeah, yeah. So that. Yeah, that was. What, what did y'all? What did y'all think Bill's power was gonna be? Did y'all have any like suspicions? I didn't know he had a new power. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know that I knew that he had. He lost power. his logos theme. That was like a big thing. They got a new mythos theme. I mean. Really? I hadn't like I knew that in my brain, but I hadn't processed that as like. I don't even so y'all are real surprised. Like, Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I knew that it was like an Aztec uh, thing from yeah. like an Aztec god, and that I I assumed that it was going to be probably more mystical than most of our, or at least at least my mythos, um, or at least how we've used our mythos. Just because before. it's related to mythology. <laughs> Like directly, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the rest of your well, Esther's is related to Greek mythology. Esther yeah, just doesn't use it. Yeah, she doesn't ever use it. <laughs> She's about to become a sleeper. Well, become a sleeper? I'm not a crack. Yeah, work on that. No, we yeah, won't. you can get two in one session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out. that that escalated <laughs> oh, <quickly>. <laughs> Um, you may not be able to answer this question, so you can like pass. But why couldn't you? make propellers out of your tattoos i thought you still had your tattoo thing because it seemed like we were floating through space and if we're floating through space then propellers don't work you would need like there's no because because like the way that it, i mean yeah i would i would need some kind of rocket. even though you think of propellers like pushing through nothing but right. it's still pushing against water. Like water is a substance that you can push against. Or, or air. Air, air. Yeah, or air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of a motorboat. I guess it wasn't air, it was a vacuum. I was thinking you yeah. couldn't use it because, I mean, your weakness tag for your tattoos is keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. That's and, what I thought too. I thought it didn't count as a simple tool and you were. Well, and, and like, and trying to imagine, like, how, okay, how does that work? So I guess I could go like, but like, I just don't know. It would be pretty complex. Get closer to the mic a little bit. It would be pretty complex. So, but I was just thinking more along the lines of we're floating through the air, and it seems like we're in space with the way that we're floating. Rocket ship. What's the song? We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship, flying to the sky. Little Einstein 
Make school doesn't start until Monday for me. I do not want to hear that song okay, yet. Do you, you hear play Little Einstein? No, I don't play Little that? Einsteins. But I'm a little sixth graders walking up and down the hall singing little little Einstein's raps. Yeah. yeah, it was like hip hop versions. Yes, I know. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm <David>. very familiar <laughs> with Little Einstein's that's, iterations. That's cool though. <laughs> there are worse things. True. Oh. True. I don't know what they, they are. They could be in the Rat Pack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They could be listening to mumble rap. But they could okay. be listening to K-pop, techno, and polka. Yeah, that's why it's they, they could be Rin. <laughs> that would that. be the worst. Oh no! <laughs> we love Isaac. We, yeah, we do yeah, love Zach. Rin, not liking Rin has nothing to do with not liking that's Zach. True. That is true. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else we want to like? discuss about this this session as a group i'm just very overwhelmed but I'm fine. there's a lot of in stuff. a really weird place because she doesn't have a space of her own right now with like the kids being at the apartment and people aren't coming to the bar yeah. and you didn't think this very well weird. through whenever you decided to room with faye wow okay oh. she wasn't bringing kids home when i moved in you knew who she was <laughs> <laughs> you knew what was bound to happen Maybe it wasn't kids, but it was yeah, plants. It was or something. As soon as there animals. Were, I had swollen glands. <laughs> oh gosh! As soon as there were more than one kid, I was like, "Those kids are going home with me." Like I just, I there's no getting around that. I was like, "She can't just kick them to the curb." Like that won't happen. Yeah. I was happy though that uh, we had a photo montage and I was able to uh, put an attention and hacktivist because like it is there and we uh, use it occasionally. Yeah. But not as often as like my mythos. Yeah. So I mean, you can grow your themes through attention, but you can also grow through crack and fade. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with cracking your uh, your theme; it just gets you a new one. Yeah. Unless, like Tessa, you are on the verge of breaking your one mythos theme, which might be disastrous. It wouldn't. Might be. It will be disastrous. Yeah. Yeah, like actually, like probably like cracking the hacktivist one wouldn't be the worst thing ever. For sting like a bee. I think having another mythos. Esther would thought be about fun. doing something with her mythos this episode, but. <laughs> Wait, I mean, love Esther. Like investigating it. Yeah. Like doing some, getting some answers. But much like Lacroix flavored waters, uh-huh. it came close, but it wasn't quite there. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's look at our. Uh, geek out during the credits. Who wants to? Uh, who wants to go first with that? Um, I feel like. Well, um, I take it back. <laughs> I feel like there's two things you could do, Faye. Uh huh. That's why I stopped yeah. because I decided on one. And, and, then I saw and at the, the top, other. it does say, answer one or more. Oh, okay. Um. Well, now I feel pressure because I don't know which two you were thinking of. Um, I could honestly do all three. Um, gosh, I'm so sorry for taking so long. I think... That's not pretty anymore. Remember, that was when you made the armor cutting Jeremiah. I don't know if this would be just for Esther or for the whole crew. I think I'm kind of leaning towards some, the whole crew. Um, but Faye starting now is just starting to like make decisions without like informing anybody um or like communicating about things which like has never really been phase mo um but like 
it has changed that way because of the dire need of the situations. And I feel like that has kind of created, like, not a big rift, but, like, a small rift with Esther especially. And, like, yeah, I think just Esther. I don't feel like the guys care that much, but... So, do you think... Are you trying to say that this would be a hurt point that you're taking on mm-hmm. Esther? Yeah. Is this your first hurt point on Esther? This is. Oh my god! It makes me really sad. Oh my god! No, I gosh. already have one. I have one really? hurt point on Esther. I don't know what for. Where in the world would you have gotten a hurt point on Esther? I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. Do you just go through all the episodes and see? Yeah. Yeah. I'll listen to all thirty-five episodes. Actually, this, this is thirty-six. So thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven. This is episode thirty-seven. So I have two help points and two hurt points on Esther. Well, okay. And we didn't use these correctly in season one, but once you use a help or hurt point, it's gone. You don't just keep them forever. Yeah. Maggie Lou, it's okay. Okay. So you take a, a hurt point on Esther. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Um, I mean, I definitely can think about, like, if my mythos collapses, what will happen. Yes. Um. But I don't know what new aspect would show up in its place because I would just become a sleeper and my life would be over. (laughs) (laughs) Your life would not be over. But so you would be a sleeper for a little while. Um, And then eventually a new mythos would take hold in you. A new mythos? Um, I I think it will be a new mythos. Uh, I don't think think that mythos would come back to you since you already like destroyed it destroyed it yeah so i think maid marion would manifest through somebody else which would oh, you be think maid marion because maid marion's your mythos oh wow you are fake carver but your mythos is maid marion right i just always think of my mythos as like just the nature yeah well the way we did it was maid marion she was always okay. in nature that's where she met robin hood so she is connected robin to hood nature will find another lover yeah that's awful yeah so much. That would that would derail quite a bit of what I have planned for yeah. Faye. But I mean, that is City of Mist. Right. Wow. Made um, Marion's sister. <laughs> who also Slade loves Robin Hood. Slyrian. It sounds like a D&D villain. <laughs> Slade Slyrian. No, I think if I lost my mythos, I would explore something... Um, a little bit more magical. Like what? Um, that's all I've got. Okay. Um, but like something more like sorcery related. Okay, and like with, and like with Bill, whenever he was in danger of losing his golden flamingo scene, he didn't have to scene theme. He didn't have to, you know, come up with anything, anything specific. We did that later off mic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, saying. Something more mystical takes root in you. That that's fine. We'll, that will help us later in choosing what exactly is going to happen. Uh, Which will be nothing because I will not lose my mythos. Well, you're going to have to work very hard. <laughs> you're going to have to go back to Lisa and be like, "Please let me destroy the world." I know. I need to go read the entire city of Mist book tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to see like so. If you lose it, does a new mythos take hold in you? It takes over Little John, and then you, Little John takes over you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mohammed is the new rift of Maid Marian, oh, and Faye is the rift of Little John. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, 
Okay. So are you are you good, Faye? Well, I mean, you're obviously not good because no, you're sweating bullets good. over I there. I am. I'm so upset. Okay. <laughs> Next. Okay. So go ahead and on the flip side, did you already write that? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, all right, who else? Well, all three of you, but who's next? Do you have any ideas of what Esther should do? Um, because you had you were like Faye could go two ways. Yeah, well, that's that's because like Faye had a very yes, I know Esther didn't do thing. much. Well, no, that's not true. Um, why did I flip it over? Mm. Um, I mean, which character had the most meaningful impact on you, Faye? Like straight up slandered your father's bar. Yeah, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> does does that affect Esther? Is that is yeah, that a big Esther's thing? Esther's kind of resentful of that, for and sure. she's also robbing you of your like your your safe space, as it were. Yeah, I mean, kind of inconsiderate. So does that does that affect you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm putting it I'm putting it in I'm taking Esther's point of view, no, and I'm putting yeah. it in her point of view. You're Esther also wrong. feels a little bit replaced by the kids because like they were like bonding kind of thing and like now there's these and now she's spending all her time with the kids not that she's spending all her time with them she's not like a esther's not like a jealous brat but like they don't they're just not like connecting i guess okay so do you do you want to do that yeah okay wow season two emotions are real <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Bill has had his emotional climax. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that is yet to come. Uh, All right, uh, Ren, Bill, what about you? I think I'll go next. Um, I know that like Faye is taking like real strain, but I in her um, mythos. But I feel like with the hacktivist one, like even though I did put an intention in it, I feel like it's. Well, it's not like strain. It's just like not being used or like widely ignored. So I don't know if that would be a similar. So what are we talking about? Are we, are we talking about like which one of these themes is on the most strain? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for hacktivists? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, it's not Do you strain. have any cracking in or anything? It's no cracks, but it's just it's never been used or okay. it's. I mean, at you. At least for several episodes. Yeah. I mean. For a while. I don't think you've ever. I mean, you obviously used it this time because you wanted to work on it a little bit. But yeah. I mean, I mean, so there's one way: you're not using this a lot. Use it more, or crack it to get a new theme that you will use. Okay. Um, what's the what's the weakness tag for that? Uh, sleepless nights. Sleepless nights. And then, what is the identity for hacktivist? The identity. That's a great question. It's just the statement at the top. Oh, it just says hacktivist. No, 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 right beneath it. Oh. That's a title. Oh, it says hacktivist. No! <laughs> no, it says, I will bypass the law to help the oppressed. Okay. So, that is that is your character. If you want to crack it, you have to work in such a way that goes against that. Gotcha. So, you can you can start thinking of ways that, like, you could just be like, I'm going to focus on my business instead of like my hack to this days. Um, my business is more important to me. I'm not really going to mess with hacking and all that anymore. And then it takes crack, 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 and you lose it. So um, I guess technically if I put an attention towards Pascal Associates, I could technically put a crack. Well, like we did with Tessa this session, or I guess Faye, uh, she was pitted against two 
themes mm-hmm. her nature theme and her which one did we place it up against Dessa? was it your student one or social justice uh social justice okay so that was her two themes uh and she framed it in such a way that she had to choose one or the other and one would open this path and the other would take a crack so you can also frame scenes where you have to choose one between the other uh and i can too uh it's my role as a gm or mc i guess to frame those but you can do them as well gotcha um but I do, I try my best to give you branching options and things. But sometimes, I mean, I have four, there are four of you and you each have four themes. So that's 16 different paths I could be taking <laughs> you down along with the main story. So if you need to jump in and be like, hey, I want to crack this theme and this is the scene I want to do it with, go on. Gotcha. Okay. So, but back to geek out during the credits. Um, so if you lost Hacktivist, what would happen to Ren? You know, I said this, but honestly, I have no idea what would happen. Okay. Um, well, think about think about your mythos, the mythoid that is manifesting through you. How? What new way would the would the future manifest through you? You already have data implants. You have a super high tech gun. What else would the future use you for? What new power would it give you? I mean, the same way that it would be like hacking, I feel like I would be uh, like an AI or something. I would be... Well, you're... The AI of it is kind of already done with the data implants. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... But like, you could go even further. So your mental capabilities are affected by the future. But maybe your physical attributes could be... uh, Like more cyborg... Yeah, you could start replacing limbs or organs with yeah. mechanical ones. Um, I mean, how you're going to do that is we'll explore it in the story. Yeah. But, like, if that is something we want to pursue, that could be it. Or, I mean, think of another I mean, way the future th- could use you. I think in a similar way of how we started or how Ren began of being in this lab and having these digital data implants i think a very similar situation could happen again of he loses this hacktivist and something a very similar situation happens and he wakes up and now he's in a very similar lab or the same lab and now has these physical augmentations okay Um, and we could get to that point by losing that theme or you could get there by exploring the static in your head and what that means yeah. Um, I want you to keep in mind that you rolled a seven on, through nine on the investigation, and I asked you a question: What would make you drop this investigation? Whenever that comes up, you choosing to drop the investigation or still going through with it could affect your attention and crack for that logos. Okay. Um, so that could that could be a scene that we pose with two diverging paths for you to choose what happens with that theme. Yeah. Um, so keep that in mind. I wrote it down, but two people remembering it is better than one. Yes. Um, all right, and then we come to Bill. Um, I'm going to answer how has the crew grown during the session. Okay. So we do. We have conspiracy busters, mm-hmm. which is finding out the truth is more important than our perfe- personal issues. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been doing kind of better about that because even though we're like pursuing 
leads about these kids and even though those are kind of personal they're also related to the mist and related to the conspiracy and we're even willing to do things for Linda Lockwood and like hacking for her and figuring things like that out and even working with her would be something that we probably wouldn't normally want to do but because we need to figure out what's going on we realize that we need all of the resources we can use in order to to figure out what's going on and I don't know I think I think that we, we've grown in a way by actually not only working like getting her to do stuff for us but then now getting to a point in, in like that relationship where we're doing things so that she can keep helping us because we're realizing that she is like valuable towards what we're trying to figure out so you think normally you want to do this but since you are being driven by your need to discover this conspiracy get to the bottom of what's happening in the city yeah most of us don't like her I would, I would assume no one likes yeah, her I don't, I don't well I guess Ren does Ren likes her oh my Linda? God. Linda does Faye like her Faye hasn't interacted enough with her to care okay what about Bill she rubs her that way that's whatever Esther Esther's just annoyed with her and like the fact that she thinks she just owns the world. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about that? That sounds good. Would that be a third attention in that theme? Okay. So we would get to choose a theme improvement for our Conspiracy Busters theme. So off mic, do we want to choose a new crew theme improvement? Yep. Okay. Um, Jaime, you have a nemesis. And that nemesis is you lost your theme, and then there's something that haunts you because of that. Uh, your nemesis for your Golden Flamingo Casino theme was Jesse, a former employee who worked alongside you. Yeah, I um, about Jesse. Devout follower of Jeremiah, the boss you killed. Um, so, as I can choose to input Je- uh, Jesse when I want, but there's also an optional rule in the book called Roll for Nemesis. And basically what it is, at every at the end of every geek out during the credits, whoever has a nemesis makes a nemesis roll. If you roll a certain number, like a 7 or 9, 10 plus, whatever, she will show up in the next session somehow. Uh, I like that because it's, um, you know, it adds like this random thing to it. We don't know when she's going to show up. We don't know how, but like, uh, actually I think it's called foreshadowing. It's not mm-hmm. like roll for nemesis, it's foreshadowing. Um, but let me think. Um, yeah, and so the more themes we crack, the more nemesis we get. And uh, the only way to get rid of a nemesis permanently, like you can beat her up, you can throw her out the window, but she will not die. So in any combat you have with her, you do not remove her permanently. Unless you use your build-up points to use a moment of evolution to get rid of her. Which could be played out in some climactic fight or you just, I don't know, sitting down and being like, let's not do this anymore. (laughs) However that works. But a nemesis is a villain that is more permanent than others. Gotcha. So, let me look at the foreshadowing role. Um, At the end of the session, if one of your nemeses is still out there, roll plus the number of sessions since one of your nemeses last arrived. On a 10+, plus, one of your nemeses will overwhelm you or get the drop on you in the next session. When the MC introduces your nemesis, she also gets to make a move as if you missed a player move. 
Damn. Uh, on a 7 through 9, you can sense your nemesis is coming, but you're not sure. The MC can choose whether or not to include your nemesis in the next session or not. If she does, she does not get to make a surprise MC move. On a miss, you're safe for now. Your nemesis will not take part in the next session. So, conversely, it's the opposite of the other rolls. You want to roll low. Mm-hmm. So, it has been this session is one, and then last time we recorded. So, it has been two sessions since she arrived. Um, go ahead and roll a foreshadowing roll with plus two. Snake eyes. Oh, damn. Nine. Nine. So you can sense your nemesis is coming, but you're not sure. The MC can choose whether to include your nemesis in the next session or not. If she does, she does not get to make a surprise MC move. Okay. So, Jesse may or may not be in the next session we record. I'm not ready for Jesse. Yeah, I don't think we're there yet. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. All right. Anything we want to add before we close out this geek out during this credits? Thanks for listening. Yeah. Y'all are awesome. And please subscribe for Misconceptions and follow Mr. Banana Socks. Yes, don't follow Mr. Banana Shoes. That dude's a dick. Oh, oh my God. He's sitting on my Twitter handle. He doesn't know, David. Oh, he Peace won't. out. He will know. <laughs> <laughs>